Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's the Benefits and Wellness Superhero Podcast. This podcast is designed to help professionals develop the skills needed to get complete leadership buy-in on group benefits and shine a light on what's changing in the wellness space. Listen to tips and strategies that'll help you become a superhero in the eyes of employees and management. Welcome to another episode of the Benefits and Wellness Superhero Podcast. And in this episode, you're going to listen and learn how your organization can prepare and execute an effective mental health strategy. And I'm joined today by Nicole Kearns, Wellness Director at Thought Benefits. Nicole, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Why don't we start, Nicole, by you telling our listeners all about yourself, but doing in 60 seconds or less. <laughs> I have had the pleasure of working uh, with Thorpe Benefits for the last oh, 12 years uh, almost now and uh, really diving into the area of health and well-being for organizations. And over the past 10 years have developed different strategies that encompass all of the facets of health and well-being and working with organizations to both assess what their needs and interests are to help develop a, a sort of a culture that supports and embraces health and wellness strategies and then help them implement actual strategies from um, financial well-being to communication to psychological safety, exercise, nutrition, stress management, and, and on it goes. I'd now like to invite you to maybe offer a bit of a bit of context to the conversation that we're having today. And um, the, the main part of the conversation, which we'll get to shortly, is very much focused on the session that you're going to be presenting at the uh, at the upcoming uh, Benefits and Wellness Superhero Symposium by Thought Benefits and the HR Gazette. Uh, but before we get there, let, let's set that context from what you've seen uh, speaking with clients and, and with peers from what you've perhaps experienced in your own life what what's happened over the last 12 months nicole what how, how has covid affected the mental health of many 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 employees and, and lots and lots and lots of leaders out there and what's different compared to what you've seen in the past i've been talking about mental health and stress management over the last 10 years and you know it fell on deaf ears a little bit for the first five at least years you know and the ears really were a little bit deaf, frankly, until COVID hit. You know, we we saw the focus in health and wellness on the physical side of things for the first uh, five years of, of doing this. And then we saw mental health in, in the form of stress management creep in. And, you know, I don't love the reason why it's accelerated to the prior, top of the priority list for companies, but it has as a result of COVID because it can no longer be ignored. Companies are seeing the the stress and struggle on the faces of their employees. They're seeing it in their um, benefits reports. Uh, they're they're hearing about it firsthand, and they're seeing people in some cases taking leave as a result of struggling with mental health. Let's uh, continue the conversation uh, to, a, to a natural place, which is uh, your session at the 
Employee Benefits and Wellness Superhero Symposium on April 7th. And it's also happening on April 8th, but your session, I believe, is one of the first sessions up. Uh, it's called Mental Health, Get Ready, Prepare Your Mental Health Strategy Now. And those are all in capital letters. So that's, <laughs> that's really stressing out. And, and in the session, you're going to be sharing how organizations can prepare and execute effective mental health strategies. This, of course, sounds like a very important and very timely session. And I'm sure the advice is going to be uh, very well received. I believe that as part of that, you're going to be you're going to be tackling a pretty fundamental question, which is where the where where to start. Tell me about the session, Nicole. Please do you know take two or three minutes to to um, paint that picture. With the really disheartening statistics in the area of mental health as a result of COVID, I mean we've seen a twelve point decline in in people's mental health across Canada, where a two-point decline is cause for alarm. What we know now more than ever is that organizations have to prioritize the mental health of their people. They have to support uh, their people in implicit and explicit ways. It's what their employees are expecting from them as well as what is necessary from uh, a business standpoint. Uh, if you want your people to be um, present, uh, productive, uh, and, and happy and working at their best capacity. And so we are absolutely encouraging our clients, all organizations to put this on the priority list and to take a very strategic approach to supporting the mental health and resilience of their people. Not these one-off uh, sessions, education sessions. Education is part of the picture, absolutely, but it is just part of the picture. So looking at a long-term strategy that addresses the many complex facets of mental health and resilience um, and something that is going to move you to a culture that is implicitly supporting the mental health and resilience of its people. So I'm going to be talking about what the different complexities are, what the different components I feel are absolutely necessary when you're looking at a mental health strategy and what we see some of our clients and organizations across Canada doing. Part of your answer there that uh, you're going to be offering advice around long-term strategies. Given how much worse it is right now compared to where it was, say, 12 months ago, what should companies be thinking here? Should they be thinking that they need to invest X percentage higher in the mental well-being of their employees and the, the benefits available to them? Um, to, to to help them manage their their mental health and and beyond that you know perhaps at the moment uh, there are a lot of issues going on within people's families and you know just allowing for uh, more more empathy at the moment I, I think everybody's tried to learn to be more empathetic Nicole over the past mm -hmm. the past year that is a lovely um, thing that's come out of COVID for sure, a, a shared connection about struggle and an empathy for what people are going through. Absolutely. Do you think that companies really need to invest heavily right now in, in 
benefits and, and particularly within wellness programs. And is that going to be something that uh, is going to take a big chunk of the budget over the course of the next two or three years just to get us back to where we were? The financial bit is an interesting question. Um, you know, it, it absolutely, there's going to have to be energy put into this in the form of time, and in some cases in the form of money. But that time piece is is just as crucial because uh, not all of, of the interventions that I'll be talking about are require a financial investment. Some of it's just a different way of doing things. Um, but we are going to have to see a financial investment when it comes down to things like educating our managers on how to support the mental health and resilience of their people to be able to, for example, recognize the signs and symptoms of people who are struggling to be able to know how to start a conversation with people that they think are struggling so that that person can get the help that they require in a timely manner. It's also going to be about investing and making sure that Therapy is something accessible and uh, supported financially by uh, the company. There are also going to be things in just the way that you, you do things and the way that you talk about mental health and open up those communication lines that doesn't cost anything. It's just a matter of, of putting some embedded strategies into play that are really helpful for reducing stigma and, and getting people to open up and get the help that they require and feel supported. Awesome. Thank you very much, Nicole. Nicole, before we wrap up for today, how can listeners connect with you and maybe how can they learn more about some of the awesome things happening over at Thought Benefits? Well, definitely coming to the symposium is going to gonna, gonna be a great start to to finding out lots of strategies that you can take away and start to think about um, applying at your own organization. Reaching out to us for help. We are really there to support you on helping you figure out what benefit strategy, what health and wellness strategy uh, is going to be the best fit for your organization. It's not the same thing for every organization. So being able to strategize with somebody for a long-term plan that's a great complement to the way you do business is, is where we can really help. Wonderful. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Nicole, thanks very much for being my guest on this podcast episode. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And listeners, if you are listening to this before April 7th or April eighth uh please do check out the symposium it's going to be pretty awesome uh, i'll be making a brief appearance there so i'll probably have to brush my hair um, but we, we've really got a great lineup of folk including nicole um, so check it out if you're listening to this after april 8th of 2021 then i'm sure you'll be able to contact the awesome folks over at thought benefits and get a copy of the recording but it's not the same so you should really try and attend Anyway, that's enough for now. Thanks for listening and chat to you next time.